This episode is sponsored by AbleNow, tax advantage savings accounts for eligible individuals with disabilities. Have you been meaning to set up an AbleNow account? It's easier than you might expect. The application is entirely online, so it can be completed anytime from the comfort of your own home. Many AbleNow customers say enrollment takes just a few minutes. AbleNow is available to qualified individuals in all 50 states. Learn if you or someone you know is eligible for an AbleNow account at ablenow.com. And I'm Kyle Cachadorian. And you're listening to another episode of The Accessible Stall. Emily, how are you? You know, I am hanging in there, but I just feel a little burnt out. And I know we've talked about this on the podcast before, but I think it's worth acknowledging. Are you talking like advocacy burnout? Are you talking like professional burnout? Are you talking like in general all-encompassing burnout? For the people listening, which is all of you, I'm doing very exaggerated hand gestures. I think all-encompassing burnout a little bit because if you know anything about me, you know that I have no dividing line between personal and professional. And so I think that complete lack of boundaries is just really feeding into a feeling of exhaustion. But then there are moments where I am reminded of why I do what I do. And so I'm trying to hold on to those moments of joy. Oh, I have a story for you. Do you? Yeah. I just realized. Let's hear it. This was not rehearsed. I really did just realize that I yeah, had no, a story I, for the, him. The, yeah, no, I, I don't know what she's talking about. Okay, so... I was in a grocery store the other day and I raised my wheelchair up all the way. I have like the elevation technology on my wheelchair because I needed to get some stuff from higher shelves. And so I decided to just kind of keep the elevation up on my chair and I was rolling around to look at some stuff on the higher shelves and a woman walks by me and she says, oh, my husband and I were just admiring your wheelchair. And I said, oh, thank you. You know, that's fine. That's cool. And then she goes, do you mind if we ask you about it? And I was like, no, not at all. Like, go ahead. And I was so stunned at kind of the way that she approached it because people usually are just so obnoxious. But she like made a nice comment and then asked my permission. What did she want to know? So turns out her mother is uh, disabled and was complaining recently about riding around in a scooter and how when you are in a scooter, you're basically at everyone's butt level all the time. And boy, do I know it. Because I am regularly at butt level. (laughs) Yeah, you've actually, like, I think you've said that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I feel like I'm an excellent judge of people's butts. How's mine? It's beautiful. It's fantastic. Good butt, 10 out of 10. Don't sue me. (laughs) I'm not going to sue you. (laughs) I would only sue you if it was untrue. 
it was slander. No, more like I'm constantly tempted to make butt jokes, but I never want to be inappropriate. But I am always at butt level. That's got to be like some kind of social struggle that only you and other wheelchair users similar to your eyeline get. But like, I bet there are plenty who all feel that way. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And we talk about it amongst ourselves. But that's that's actually really funny. So the story continues and she starts asking me about the elevation technology and, you know, about insurance and coverage and cost and just generally engaging in a conversation about how the elevation has completely changed my life because it has it's honestly the reason that I can do so many things whether it's reaching something on a shelf in the grocery store or transferring to a higher bed if I'm traveling or transferring to a toilet or you know looking at someone in the eyeballs when I'm having a conversation like you know I can wash my dishes by myself in my apartment. You know, I didn't know, actually. I actually did not know what that... I, I, I know, obviously, lots of wheelchair users have it, so I knew it did something cool, but I never really thought about actually what, what it is actually typically used for other than, like, a cool party trick if they need to see over people's heads. Obviously, there has to be more to it than that, but I never really gave it much thought. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is... The thing that I joke is my party trick uh, and I try to make light of it because sometimes it takes a little while like for it to go up so I just make a joke like I'm coming up I'll be there soon or you know uh, when I was in high school we were singing the hallelujah chorus and I like elevated myself in the middle of the hallelujah chorus that's so- really funny <laughs> but anyway the reason that I brought this story up is because the conversation was so lovely and anytime the woman and her husband who was also part of the conversation would ask me another question she would always say is it okay if I ask you can I ask you more about and just the way that the conversation went down I was like these are the moments that remind me why I do what I do. That's incredible. I, I mean, like, on the one hand, you, you wish everybody was like that, but on the other hand, it really is such a treat that it's kind of worth it, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, on the one hand, I kind of hate that I'm so surprised by how well that conversation went down. And on the other hand, I was like, oh, my gosh, if everyone could just engage about disability like this, the world would be a beautiful place. And the other thing is, I don't think that this woman in particular was thinking about like, oh, I'm going to say the wrong thing. Oh, is my etiquette okay? Like, I didn't see the wheels like furiously turning in her head. It just came so naturally to her. But she also mentioned to me that her mother has been like rejecting her disability for 30 years. I 
in my experience with my family members, it's 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 sort of like when you take an older person's keys away, like you tell them they can't drive anymore, and then they don't want to believe it. I I don't. It's hard for me to put myself there. One because I'm young, and another because I was born this way. But like, it's we talk about the difference between like being born this way and having a, a disability that's acquired. It's, it? I imagine it's hard to face. I don't know, but yeah, and. The way the story was explained to me, this person's mother was in an accident, became a paraplegic, and then insisted on using leg braces to walk around and refused to use any kind of assistive mobility device or wheelchair or something like that. And now she's like 80 years old and in miserable, terrible pain. And the whole... Of this conversation, not only was it like just so delightful to talk to someone who didn't say anything weird about disability, but it also was a reminder to me of why it's so important to share knowledge with other people. Because, like, how do you find out about mobility equipment? How do you find out about adaptive life hacks? Like, you know, it comes from within the community. Everything I know about disability, and I'm not exaggerating, has come from other disabled people. Like, everything. And and I'm not saying, you know, and it's funny because there's like a whole bunch of disability organizations and, and disability causes and stuff like that, and they all do fantastic things. Some not so good. But, you know, when it comes down to like, you know, doing the work and like learning how to be disabled, so to speak, that only in my life has ever come from disabled people. Like not even, yeah. I don't think I've I love ever how really you realized put that. that. Like the way that you framed that, like how to be disabled. I but just, you, you know what I, I mean? Like, we're, yes, yeah. we're born this way, but like we're not what, like, like we're not wired to be born this way we have to learn how to be this way i'm like yes our physical bodies can adapt to a degree but after that like you gotta like learn you gotta learn (laughs) yeah you have to learn how to be in a world where it's not designed for you and it's not welcoming to you and i think that i'm so often put in a position where people are just asking me nosy questions for no good reason that for someone to come up to me and genuinely want to gain knowledge and understanding about something that can make their life or the life of somebody that they love easier is really incredible to me. Of curiosity, just out of pure curiosity, do you find it more annoying when somebody is hyper fixated about how they're going to ask the question so they want to make sure to not offend you and do it correctly? To the point where they don't just spit it out. Does that annoy you more or less than somebody who's like blunt and just asks straight up, regardless of what the question is? Like, I'm talking about the way it's asked. Assume the question's a good one and not just like how you have sex. This is so interesting to think about because I think both rub me the wrong way, but for different reasons. Yeah. I think that the people who are trying to be so correct in how they phrase something that they just barely manage to communicate it 
they make me feel like they're treating me like a delicate flower. But then even just today, I was having a conversation with someone and the framing that she used about disability was what happened to you. And I was like, no, this didn't happen to me. (laughs) And also don't ask anyone what happened to them. So, I mean, like on the one hand, dancing around it is annoying. On the other hand, being blunt about it is also annoying. And so, I don't know, I guess there's not really a, a happy medium there. I mean, or like I was in a vehicle getting a ride from an airport last week and there was another passenger And the guy turns around and he goes, what kind of disability do you have? And I was just like, why do you need to know that? I don't know you. Elsa, that's not normal conversation. (laughs) I know. That is so, like, look, I know we've waxed on and on about, like, disability and privacy and how we're, we, you know, it's everyone's entitled to our business and it shouldn't be that way. But, like, forgetting all that, like... That guy doesn't get invited to parties if all he does is ask questions like that, man. Like, I don't understand. Like, how do you be audacity? And I really want to give people the benefit of the doubt when they're curious, but also, like, come on. I just don't understand why people think that they have free reign to ask whatever they want. I would not go up to somebody that I don't know and ask them an invasive personal question. Yeah. It's weird. It's just weird. And so I guess that's why it always takes me by surprise when someone asks me questions and there's a reason for it. Reason being they want specific information that can make their lives better. And so it's a reminder to me to not always jump to conclusions about the reasoning people have for approaching me in public. Yeah. It, it's always a delicate balance, isn't it? Because, like, I don't know. Like, I don't mind. it. it you know why? Because it never happens to me. So when it does, I'm, like, excited about it. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> no, it's true. Um, so people really never ask you why you walk in a particular way. I mean, it's happened, but yeah, no, like maybe once a year, if that. Like, I genuinely can't remember the last time it's happened. I mean, I know there was that uh, kid who you were in that class with. Yeah, who Robert. Like, almost burst yeah. before finally asking you, "What's wrong with your legs?" Yeah, but you know what's funny, you, you know. You just said, why are you born this way? But I don't actually, or why you like this or what happened to you is that's the one. What happened to you? I don't actually mind when someone asks. I mean, it's a, it's blunt and it's rude, but if I'm in a good mood, it's actually a pretty good, um, and if they're being genuine, you can tell if someone's like actually asking, um, it's, it's for me, it's a good opportunity to be like, actually like nothing. It, you're, it's the wrong body part, but that part's fine. (laughs) Um, well, let me tell you about yeah. my brain. How much time you got? <laughs> yeah, and 
I know there's a lot to be said about how the burden of education shouldn't be on disabled people. And also, like, fair, though, I'm so tired of just constantly having to be on and constantly having to educate. But I guess if I had to pick, I'd rather, like, genuine curiosity, whereas the other day I was sitting at an event next to someone and they asked me what I do. So I said, oh, I'm an author and an activist and I wrote a book, Demystifying Disability. And she goes, oh, wait, I was told we don't say disability anymore. Isn't it accessibility? And I was like, I do not have the energy for you as a human right now. Speaking of genuine curiosity, Emily, I'd be gen- I'd be genuinely curious to know if you know who this episode's sponsor is. Oh, what a great segue, Kyle. Thanks so much for remembering. And now, a word from our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by AbleNow, tax advantage savings accounts for eligible individuals with disabilities. Have you been meaning to set up an AbleNow account? It's easier than you might expect. The application is entirely online, so it can be completed anytime from the comfort of your own home. Many AbleNow customers share that the enrollment just takes a few minutes. AbleNow accounts help eligible individuals and their families save their own money without endangering certain disability benefits that are critical for health and independence. With AbleNow, it's never been easier to invest in your future. For so many people, opening an Able account is an important step in self-determination and financial independence. It's an opportunity for individuals with disabilities to save, just like anyone else. AbleNow is available to qualified individuals in all 50 states. Learn if you or someone you know is eligible for an AbleNow account at AbleNow.com. And we're back, where I have to ask Emily, did you really get asked what the difference between disability and accessibility is? Oh, you bet I did. And oh, my God. Was this at like, I... a disability event? No. But okay, it was well, a whew. person who knows a person who is fairly invested in disability and i'm very intentionally not saying names yeah no no i don't i'll tell you later okay i i i don't want to put anyone on blast publicly but like that that is funny that is funny yeah it was one of those moments where i was like i fundamentally just cannot process what you want me to explain right now, my brain is short circuiting, and t- really, yeah. Like, there, to to even get to that question, you need to be wrong about so many things. <laughs> you need to, like we need to back up. And I feel so bad because I'm no. exactly the type of person who's usually like meet people where they are and things. But you know what? Sometimes I just get so frustrated because there is so much wrong information. There's a lot to unpack that out there yeah. yeah there's a lot to unpack there yeah like disability and accessibility are not the same things and i can understand that perhaps there's some confusion uh and i can see how these things are conflated but sometimes i just get real tired because it's like how many more inventive ways are we going to come up with to avoid actually just saying disabled I think if we all just said disabled or disability or even 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 the name of your condition, if you're one of those people, um, the world would be a much easier place to navigate for one of us. 
Just a little bit. I say much easier, but it would be a little bit easier, but the way in which it would be easier would be, like, very good, I think. Do you have a little script in your head for how you explain CP? Uh, I definitely do for Larson syndrome. Yes. But, it, it, like, I say I do, but the truth is it's, like, it's not a script as much as it is, like, several points that I mix and match depending on who asked me and, like, how old they are. Oh, actually, that's fair. Oh, it's, like, choose your own adventure. Yeah. <laughs> like... I don't know, like, if a kid asks me, I'm not going to be like, well, actually, it's a brain injury, <laughs> idiot. I'm going to be like, I walk funny, you know? Some people walk funny. Some people don't walk at all. That's pretty funny. Some no, it's not funny. But, like, it's... But if, if someone who's, like, approximately my age, then I'll give them a little spiel about it. It's funny if you're disabled and you're allowed to say it's funny. I think so. I think disabled people are unintentionally, like, the funniest people on, in the world. I mean, every time I move is yeah, like, kind of funny. funny. It's funny. Like, I'm not I'm not laughing at you. Well, I kind of am, but it's like, but only because, like, <laughs> I, I also look funny when I move. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah? I actually, speaking of comments that I get in public, I had a really frustrating moment where I was, like, snapped into this, zone of thinking about how I look which I do not normally think about really or I try okay. actively not to think about because I get very self-conscious if I think too hard so I saw a show and it was about disability and after the show someone comes up to me while I'm having a meal with my friends and I have elbow contractures, which means that my arms don't extend all the way. And so I'm like showing Kyle right now, but like I turn my arm in like this weird kind of way that most what? people- I don't think I've ever seen you do that. Right. But I had my arm like this, like it's basically pointing completely in the opposite direction. Yeah. That's so cool. I thought like you were going to talk about- Yeah. I thought you were going to talk about how it always kind of looks like you're doing the robot with your arms. I mean, also, yes, but, like... But, but no, I've never seen that. That is so cool. Sorry. I had... I just... No, it's, it, it, like, cool, and I don't care that you're saying that it's cool because I'm showing you it, but some person just, like, came up to me, and I had my arm kind of resting in this position. It's, like, I wish I could explain it to people who are listening. It's, like, my arm is completely turned in the opposite direction, and my elbow is pointing... It looks like Forward. she's pointing at me with her elbow instead of her fingers. Yeah. And so this guy was like, I've never seen that before. That's interesting. And it just had this like tone to it that was like, you just know. I think he really did think it was interesting, but he was also kind of being like, ew, gross. And also kind of being like, judgmental and he was like I can't do that and I was just like my guy maybe you don't need to comment on other people's bodies even if they're doing weird shit isn't it just like look just like just think it like you shouldn't think it either but like just don't say it with your whole mouth <laughs> just like, maybe everybody, like half your mouth. 
right. <laughs> Everybody will be much better for it. Oh, man. Yeah, and I was having a good time with my friends, and it just kind of brought me back to this, like, self-consciousness that I sometimes have if I catch myself in a mirror. And I know oh, yeah. you've talked about this before, like, when you I, catch yourself walking. I, I hate it. Because, like, you know, I don't think it's, like, I don't look at myself and think, oh, that's, like, it's just because I don't see it. I feel like I wouldn't feel that way if I saw it when I walked. Maybe I still would, but I, I really feel like because there's the, the dissonance in my head between how I literally see and how people see me. Like, I don't see my wiggle when I walk. If I did, I, I hope that I would be less weirded out by it when I saw it. Yeah, and like I know that my arms move in a certain way and I know that my body moves in a certain way, but because I'm not watching myself constantly, it's very strange to me when yeah. I catch it. And when somebody else says something about it, you know, yeah, I can preach disability pride up and down, but at the same time, like it's actually kind of hard to yeah. be reminded of the ways in which your body doesn't fit the norm. Yeah, and like, who cares if it moves differently? If it's still get from point A to point B, like I don't, I don't understand where anyone like gets off. Like, I don't know. I'm not saying like I'm perfect. I'm just saying like it's weird to think. I don't know. Yeah, and sometimes I'm genuinely actually fascinated by how people's bodies move, but not in a way where I'm gonna go up and comment on it. More so that I'm like. That's super cool that that's how you move around the world. I am so guilty of that when I meet like a new disabled person or when I meet a person with a disability that I haven't ever heard of or seen before. That's, oh, that's, that's a good one. But I think it comes from a different place when you are also disabled. It, it definitely does. I mean, because what I'm, what I'm thinking is like, wow, cool. That's interesting. I'm not thinking like, what a freak or what an inspiration. Like, I, I'm genuinely invested in how you are doing something. You know? Right. Or I'm like, wow, it's amazing that like, your body moves in that way and my body moves in this way. And, and then you compare notes. Yeah. Although... You ever, like, nod at someone who you definitely know also has CP? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? All the time. Like, it doesn't because... happen often, but it's, like, a small joy in my life. When I see another one of us, like, walking around, I'm like, yeah, what's up? I see you. But how do they respond? Because, like, I smiled at someone who had almost my exact same wheelchair the other day and got a death glare, so... Yeah, they never responded the way I hope. <laughs> like... <laughs> Because I do the, like, the guy nod up, like, the, you know, like, the acknowledgement nod, uh -huh. and they don't, I mean, I understand that that's kind of a fine motor skill, so I don't fault them for it, but, like, in my heart, I do. Like, I know it's probably because they can't do it, but, like, in my heart, it's because they didn't want to do it because they're embarrassed, but I'm like, it's like, no, I clocked you, I see you. <laughs> yeah, I think it could possibly also be because I live in New York City, and- oh. You are a freak for smiling at someone in New York City. That, you know what? Actually, that's a good point. It's funny. I 
actually did that recently with someone who, not for CP, I noticed he was using Invisalign and I was like, hey, how far, how long you got left? Because <laughs> I... Do you, did you just say how far along are you? Is this usually, what men talk about? I usually... In the when, same way that women are like, oh, how far along are you with your pregnancy? Excuse me, pregnant people say, how far along with you or your pregnancy? It's funny because... I do when I notice someone with Invisalign, and I I don't do this to strangers, but if it's someone who I'm currently conversing with enough to watch them put them in, I do say, "How far along are you?" And I and I always think to myself, "God, that sounds so silly when I'm not talking about a pregnancy," because it totally does. But I don't know what else to say because it's like, what am I supposed to say? How far along are you on your Invisalign smile journey? Sounds a little bit ridiculous. That sounds like you're a paid brand ambassador. I know it for sounds Invisalign. like I'm trying to like sell it to them. It's like no, but um, but it's funny because and that is another like little like it's subtle enough that only that you either have to be knowledgeable about disability or CP to see it. Otherwise, you're just gonna think it's someone walking funny. It's the same thing with the Invisalign. It's like you either have to have had it or be real close to their mouths to see the like, little bumps that they have on yeah there. i was gonna say do you have like x-ray invisalign vision can you just see that a person has it yeah now i can like it's it's i can now but it's it's not easy because <laughs> they put bumps on your teeth no one looks at anyone's teeth but i do because i used to have bumps on my teeth bumps on your teeth mm-hmm. they put little um they call them attachments they're little bits of like dental bonded like they're almost like plastic, and they, they that's how they stay on your mouth. They, that's how they I mean, I had little plastic pieces glued to my teeth when I had yeah. my braces. They, they're exactly like that, except instead of wire, oh. it's, yeah, they're those things. They call them attachments. Well, I had plastic instead of metal because then anytime I had an MRI, I had to get the metal cut out of my mouth. I didn't know they could do that, but that's makes yeah, they a lot would, of like, sense. Snap off the wire. Yeah. Anyway, totally off the rails, but (laughs) all this because I was commenting on how people respond in public. I mean, to me, my existence. And it's always a mixed bag, and I am feeling burnt out, like I said at the beginning, but also at the end of the day, there are conversations like the one that happened in the grocery store that make me feel like it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Or make me feel like I need to take a long nap. Is that your final takeaway? Tonight it is. Yeah, I am just tired. I am tired. And that's okay. I think we need to acknowledge that that's okay. Being a disabled person in the world is tiring. Mm-hmm. It sure What's is. What's your takeaway? I don't know. I, 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 I don't remember the last time that I had a, a disability-related conversation with someone who wasn't disabled that went as pleasantly as the one you described. I kind of want to have one. That's my final takeaway. I'm... I'm telling it to the universe. Come at him, universe. But like in a good way, please. Obviously. He's ready for very pleasant conversation. And let me tell you something about Kyle. He's a very pleasant conversationalist. 
really would recommend. That's why we've been best friends for a literal decade. So cool. So, also, I'm feeling really old. Are you feeling old? I'm feeling old. I'm nodding. We're both going to be 32 this year. I don't know about you. Oh, it works this year. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 32. 32, flirty, two, and thriving. Attempting to be a grown-up. Yeah. You ever do grown-up stuff and realize, like, you're the grown-up? Like, sometimes when I'm cooking, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm doing this. I'm responsible for this. I don't know. Like, there's a fire. There's a, a controlled fire in my house that I just, they trust me with that. Me. <laughs> I vacuum, like, every day because it brings me joy. I hate vacuuming. I wish vacuuming brought me joy. That's amazing. I really do wish I had I that. I hate cooking. Well, you know what? We should move in together, and that way... <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, so far, uh, adventures in me living on my own has just been how many different ways can I avoid making myself dinner? You gotten uh, on a first-name basis with your favorite delivery restaurant yet no i'm trying really hard not to do that because that's way too expensive so it's a lot of like things i can put together that are sort of cooking but like i'm not handling raw meat you know can i tell you i I bought groceries today and like i buy boxes of annie's mac and cheese for days when i really don't feel like cooking they only let me buy one i'm like is there like some kind of pasta shortage there was a limit on Annie's? Yeah. Wow. And Make I'm not me. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna buy craft. I've I've no offense to anyone who likes craft, but I, I have evolved past the craft phase of my life when it comes to box mac and cheese. Well, my favorite is I like the Annie's vegan. Um and they have a vegan one that's like fake cheese. Um that's okay. But then they have a vegan one that knows that it's it's not even pretending to be cheese. Um, I bet that's pretty good. Sweet potato and pumpkin. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that could be good. Yeah, it's like a creamy sauce. So it has like the hint of like mac and cheese, but it's like shells with creamy sweet potato sauce and it's freaking delicious. This has been Cooking with Kyle and Emily. If you'd like to support the show, you can find us on patreon.com slash the accessible stall. Uh, just $1 a month ensures that all current and future episodes of the Accessible Stall remain what? Accessible! Yo, let's go. Um, Yeah, and might we say uh, you look fantastic today. And you had your weird movements. Thank you to Able Now for sponsoring this episode. Thank you, Able Now. And uh, yeah, you do look good today. You look beautiful. Um,. Clearly, I am out of words, so I think it's time to say good night, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. See you next time. Bye.